Alrighty, we are live. Welcome into the newly named Real Time Red Pill Podcast, hosted by me, Atlas Thugged, Aaron Shepard, or White Boy Deep Voice. However, you find me on the internet, we are glad that you are here and willing to destroy some woke narratives together. Um, I have some great news for you today. This is the first guest I've brought on the solo podcast. It is Lord Helix. Lord Helix is here to discuss with us the couple of topics we have, such as Tucker getting bounced from Fox News, as well as Don Lemon getting canned in the same day. We also have a father being arrested for giving his son a piercing, wild as it sounds, but we will cover it. <clears throat> Forgive me. And lastly, we'll be talking about a trans teacher who threatened to shoot her class. Um, so without further ado, Caleb, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Um, I, it's, it's me, Lord Helix, also know, with my name, Caleb. Um, I'm a good friend of Aaron's and I'm glad to be on a podcast today. It's something we've been talking about and now it's finally happening. I'm glad I usually do a podcast, but you know, it hasn't happened lately, unfortunately. So now I'm here, and I'm ready to talk about the subjects we want today. Okay, so let's get started with the first topic, which is Tucker Carlson getting bounced by Fox News. I just pulled it up for you for those who are watching. This is a CNN business article, or I guess I should say for those of you who are just listening. We'll just read the first couple lines here in the CNN article. Fox News and Tucker Carlson, the right-wing extremist who used his primetime perch at the Tuck Network to exert a firm grip over the Republican Party, have severed ties. The network said in a stunning announcement that rocked the media and political worlds Monday. So, with that being said, and Don Lemming being bounced in the same day, what are your thoughts, Caleb? I think this is, I think this is a surprising turn. Uh, I've for Tuck, for uh, Tucker Carlson, I've been expecting this to happen over the last because this is something I've been kept up with. I haven't kept with kept up with Don as much, but with Tucker, it, it's honest to God uh, something I've been seeing coming. Tucker's talked a lot of the truth before with people they've interviewed on news media's. Um. So it's not surprising to see that he comes up with the truth now about um, about the whole, you know, pharmaceutical companies selling out and shit. So I think this is going to be a I think this is a big, you know, something I've seen coming. I don't know if a lot of our people have. Right. I would think um, probably people who have been following since Tucker was releasing. I mean, probably for a long time, people have been waiting for Tucker to get canceled for his takes. But probably more prominently in recency would be all of the January 6th footage that he had been releasing. And so with the word is true and that it's his higher ups, you know, Rupert Murdoch is unhappy with the direction that Tucker's trying to take Fox News. I think it's only showing you that Fox News is exactly as what people have been saying on the right for a while or those who are disaffected, which is that Fox News is simply controlled opposition. And I think really not much speaks more to that besides getting rid of your most prominent public figure or in public topic talking head than what they did today. But I would say the complete opposite took place with Don Lemon. Now, we are going to play this clip here for you. <clears throat> Let's see here. This is the clip for Vivek Ranswamy. Apparently, this is the clip that is in question. The New York Times writing that <clears throat> or Aaron Rupar writing that the New York Times has suspicions that this clip from Vivek Ranswamy on CNN between him and Don Lemon, the exchange is what played a prominent role in him being fired. Now, Caleb, with you being in the Discord call, if I play this, we're going to actually bounce this over to watch together and YouTube. That way I can guarantee you can hear this clip. 
So make sure you join that activity, Caleb. Yeah. Getting it up right now. Okay. Yeah. I got it right here. On this before I move on to okay, let me just switch this over. Pull it up for those of you who are watching. Okay, and we'll go ahead and play this out. I don't see what the one has to do with the other, but go on. I took up a lot of time with Fox. Oh, no, it's fine. We have time. I don't, I don't really see what one has to do with the other, especially considering and using the Civil War to talk about black Americans. That war was not fought for black people to have guns. That's 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 not. That war was fought for black people to have freedoms in this country. Yeah. Actually, that's why the Civil War was fought. Okay. And the sad that part wasn't about fought it, for, for black people to have guns, I think. Actually, you know, know, funny fact is black people did not get to enjoy the other freedoms until their Second Amendment rights were secured. And I think that that's but, one of the lessons that we still learned. aren't allowed to enjoy the freedoms. I disagree with you country. on that, Don. I disagree with you. I, I think you're doing a disservice well, to our country. Okay. By failing to recognize when the you, fact that we have you already black the skin and you live in this country, then you can disagree with me. But we're not. You mentioned in here that I we disagree. have three I, different shades Don, of I think we have to be able here. to talk about these issues in the open regardless of the color of our skin. Black Americans today, to say that, compare that to 1865 and 1964, I think absolutely have equal rights in this country. I, I think it's insulting. Okay. So you heard it there. Um, not in that clip, but what I saw from that same segment was i believe either just before this clip and or uh starts or either just after don lemon actually rips his earpiece out um in frustration for them um talking in his ear one can imagine probably telling him to cool down and that he's losing the argument or that he is simply humiliating himself and instead of listening to the producers he decided to remain triggered and go after vivek on something vivek was clearly right about I mean, yeah, I would say Vivek was completely right and 100% because that is what the Civil War was fought for. It was fought for, you know, African-Americans and stuff like that in this country to not just be able just to vote, but to live like the rest of us. And just, I mean, you think like the outright denial, though, too, of like what the Second Amendment did for the black community which was ensure that they could defend all of their other rights themselves with the second amendment. And then I think the other yep. major thing too, is you got to think like to, to tell Vivek that like, because he's not African American, that he just has literally no place or ability as a rational human being to be able to state objective things or facts about such things. It's just absurd. It's such a triggered rant from Don Lemon. Oh yes, indeed. I completely agree, and I think it's—I find it—I I find it actually hilarious to see Don losing that bad. It is funny. Place. It is actually—it's hilarious. It's hilarious like, because when you put up like what his post was, guys. For those of you listening, I'm going to bring up the post from Don Lemon where he acknowledges him getting fired because it's—it's it's quite. It's quite funny because I saw Candace Owens quote tweet about this saying like, why is the font purple? And I think it just speaks more to about Don Lemming always having to be different or having identity politics as his forte over anything else. But he reads in here or he writes in here, I should say, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. With that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I've worked with for an incredible run. They're the most talented journalists in the business and I wish them all the best. As he gets fired, for being That's, a bad journalist. I find that statement alone hilarious. Just I want to thank my colleagues and all that. Like yep. you, you, you were just you turned on them so quick and then just one eighty'd. 
Yep. After asking, I don't want to take my colleagues and all that, and you know, for them to help me out. It's like, but you can't even blame them. Like, it, even with no indication, which I, you know, is sometimes not right when jobs do that. But it's still the point that, like, we, I mean, we, you brought on yourself, though. Like, they look, tried to tell you. Let's be real. With Don Lemon being the figure he is, most of the let somebody know in advance for being fired is for them to like have a decent amount of time to like rechange their schedule and things. So like they don't like all of a sudden like get evicted overnight because they lost their income. But with somebody like Don Lemon, it's like, well, he's clearly like living well and above the means of most people. So like him not getting a notice is like, I mean, who cares, dude? Like they just needed you out and gone. And if anything, that shows just how quickly they soured on him based upon that segment with Vivek Ramaswamy. If that tweet from Tim Pool is true, which is saying that that almost that segment played a large role in why he's getting bounced. So I think that maybe I have no hope for CNN, obviously, but is this a sign that CNN is going to maybe not, they're not going to disavow the left. They never will but maybe they'll start pulling back on some of the more radical and emotionally triggered language that they've become so accustomed to using. And I think, I, th- I think you're probably right there. I mean, honestly, I think that is something that will most certainly happen. I at least hope it would nice. It would be nice to see that somebody like CNN of all places would be willing to take us you know, so I change on laying off onto the, like, you know, hard left, like, radical views and stuff like that. Like, I agree. Right. And like you said, they're not going to dis, they're not going to disown the left and the Democratic Party and all that. But I think this seems like it will be more of, like, they're lighter on the left views. Right. Yeah. Like, they'll keep, they'll keep like, their typical, um, like, love is love kind of views but maybe they'll yeah. start calling some of these riots riots instead of peaceful protests or maybe this means they'll actually cover all sorts of violent crime not just extremely slanted race bait kind of material yeah Who knows? i really don't have high <laughs> hopes for cnn but that's a i mean that's a clear net positive for cnn to get rid of don lemon so it's something. yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you, it, I mean, like I said, I don't have high hopes for seeing it. Also, but if they tone down like the left, kind of like how Tim Pole is, yeah, it would be a it would be a nice change. And I think honestly, if they did that, they'd probably get more followers instead. I'll be completely honest with you. Like, no, right? I, I think a hundred percent. I think the reason why Tim Pool blew up as much as he did is exactly the reason that you said when we first uh, started talking about this before we did the podcast, which was you could tell you followed him from his Overton window shifting as he is slowly exposed to these kind of insane ideas. And then him recognizing all of those who he used to consider, I guess, party members or people who thought like him all of a sudden screaming at the top of their lungs to, you know, throw Donald Trump in jail or, you know, racist, 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 or, you know, all of like the craziness that's come with that. And I think people got to watch in real time, this guy speak to people all across the political spectrum, slowly find himself getting closer and closer to the right, albeit not all the way on the right, but closer to the right than where he was, because he could see the rationality and the logic and the arguments that people had that weren't screaming all of this woke stuff. And it only naturally pushed him away from the left because when you when you are supporting things like such as like abortions at any point in time, or you're supporting like the, you know, gender affirming care for people who are under the age of eighteen, even sixteen in some places, it's like it it's it's hard to combine all of the left's ideas together and keep a cohesive group. And I think he, like many people, found themselves in that politically homeless position where they're like, okay, like I don't agree completely with the right, but I definitely don't agree with what that person said on the left. I don't know how to feel. And now it makes me like not even want to care about this stuff. 
because all these people feel seem like they're lying to me. Is that yeah, kind of how you I, would describe it? Sorry, it was it was just like yeah, as like I as like I mentioned before the podcast, like with Tim Pool, what I like and like I said, what makes me also follow him is the fact that he's not biased. He acknowledges the wrong in both parties. It's not just like biased to the left, hate the right. It's he's he's not biased at all when he talks about these subjects. Everybody's and er, er, you know everybody can be had to blame, and not just things like if it's wrong, it's wrong. And that's what a lot of people like about Temple is even with him being on the left, they still like people still appreciate even the right appreciate that there's at least not a biased point. Like he still understands if it's bad and it's messed up, it's fucked up, it's still bad. Well, hundred percent. I think that's where he kept, where he found himself. Was that he was, I want to have a conversation about X. And so he's like, if I invite person from the right to talk about X, they'll come, we'll have a discussion, we'll agree or disagree in certain areas, but they'll at least have the discussion with me and they won't scream in my face about our disagreements. You want to have that same conversation about X with someone who is a self-identified someone on the left. Well, then you get things such as they cancel they don't show up, they don't want to debate, or they outright deny and then deflect. And then all of the all of the faculties of having a rational conversation go out the window because then you can see how quickly some of these people get emotionally triggered and then all rational thought just is gone. And then it's all about my feelings, how I, you can't tell me live, my lived experience. It's just exactly what you saw with Don Lemon in that clip telling Vivek, how dare you have an objective opinion about a, an historical fact because you're not black. And that's, it's like, well, that defeats the purpose of other humans having the ability to observe things and make their own rational, like thoughts, opinions, and judgments about said things. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, uh, it reminds me of another time watching where CNN got really triggered at Jordan P- uh, Peterson when he went live on air. I mean, Jordan Peterson Senate. triggers everybody, I feel, all yeah. the time, nonstop, but I love yeah. him. No, yeah, no, like, they were trying to tell him, like, to, to apologize, like, they're, like, they're sitting there, like, do you want to apologize to the woman? He goes, no, I have nothing to apologize for, because yeah. I'm saying the truth. I'm going to die on that hill that I'm, going, that I'm on, and I'm yep. going to stay on that hill. Yep. So, He's they, metal with I find it. it yeah, I find it funny, because it's like, when, when they get triggered, like I said, all rationality is gone. And at that point, it's it's not really them about trying to fight for the point that they're trying to make. It's just more of them insulting and insulting the person that they're trying to have a talk with. More just targeting the person himself instead of targeting the views. Right. Exactly. And when you know when you get that mad, you don't think about what you say, and that's exactly what happened with Don. Was he did not think about what he was saying and just said it blankly out of anger and out of irrationality. 100 percent. so and you're still you're on news you're live like you you got to keep it professional and if you don't keep it professional it's still a job in the end there's still limits to your job you can't and you're not everything i think the issue with that is that you now i mean i think even if like say like that instance with caitlin jenner putting her hands on um ben shapiro in that famous interview Where, you know, she was like, I think you want to stop making those statements, buddy boy, or you're going to leave in a hospital. Like, you and me sit there and go, like, how, that's, like, egregious. Like, that's completely outrageous. How, why is Caitlyn Jenner like doing that? But then, to the people who support those ideas, they're, like, screaming in the comments. They're like, let's go, like, like let's go, Caitlyn, like, go, queen, like, yes, queen. Completely disregarding the fact that the individual blatantly made a threat of violence to another person on there over words because they will take any kind of any kind of action that progresses their ideology whether it is outright negative on its own or not so i think when you bring up the point of like the professionality aspect i think we're in we're in a, a point in the world where that's kind of gone and i think that's why shows like like Tim Cast and shows like Jeremy from the Quartering and all these other small creators is what I'm trying to do it for. People like Brittany Venti and all of those are starting to pop up and blow up is because 
the whole professional kind of thing has faded because those on the right view it as just a controlled like marionetta like you know voodoo puppet doll show and very iron piece rolled and stuff like that a hundred percent and then the left loves it because then they wait for the person on the right to be the professional and precautious and then they abuse them and then don't play by the rules and then grab people like ben shapiro on live on air for social clout and they're like you know you're gonna leave in the hospital yeah well what gets me now also with that is like she threatened them like to meet her outside or to meet him outside i should say yeah yeah and i'm not even gonna say caitlin jenner i'm going straight up say bruce jenner because that's who it is and I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I stand on my view on that. And can you? And, uh, well, could you imagine if Ben said that to Caitlyn? Like, if you flip the that around? Yeah, if you if you flip it around, then it'd be like a hate crime, and then everybody'd be upset, and that show would probably never air. To be honest, one hundred percent. But what gets me now, also with Bruce Jenner, like, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm sorry about that, Aaron. Right. It's just no. I you know I'm hundred percent in agreement with you. But what gets me about it I think I lost you a little bit. You wanna say that again? No, it's no it's my ball. I was trying I'm trying to think. But um no, I was saying like what gets me now is with Bruce Jenner, sorry, I was trying to think about that. You didn't You're lose good. me now. You're good. Now that she's talking about supporting Republicans more. Because now, what I forgot what it was. It was a post, and I'd have to go look for it. But they pretty much, the left was turned against her over a post that she said. And it shows that even the left is not, even the left is not safe. Oh, from- I know what you're talking about. It was, I think that she had made the statement that even though she has made the, tra- went, underwent transition uh, surgery and the care, that she opposes it for children under a certain age. I believe that's the statement that she made. I can, uh, we can uh, real time fact check that real time red pill this right now. Yeah, because I, I think that was the case. I'm not sure, but it was there's a point she made a tweet out. She was like, you know, she was talking about because it was on Ben Shapiro was talking about, and so was Tim. How she's how she's going towards more the right now instead of the left because of how the left turned against her. It's, um, oh, I think it is, um, I don't think it was about the age. I think it was Caitlyn Jenner. She, it was about, um, men competing in female sports. I have a couple articles that popped up on Twitter immediately. And the one in quotes from Ollie London TV is Caitlyn Jenner has launched the fairness first pack to try and protect women in sports. And so I think that is exactly what you're talking about, which is the left eats their own if you're not 100%, you know, lock and step um, with the mob. And Caitlin kind of wavering on the complete acceptance of transgenderism and all aspects of life was enough for them to be like, all right, you're out of the club. Now attack her. Go after her. Yeah, like it's, it's free game now. Don't quote me, but I think there's an article also talking about how... Um, I think it was like a law or something that was passed for like the Olympic where it was pretty much getting rid of being of transgenders being able to be in women's sports team and compete in women's sports now. And that should be, that should be the legislation people are putting forward. Um, I'm pretty sure in Florida, they're working on that kind of legislation as it is, but let's continue on. We have more topics to talk about. We have the second news story of the day. This is a quite unfortunate tragedy um, because all in all, it just shows that there's two tiers of justice in this world. There's two completely broken worldviews that directly oppose each other. And we are going to read through this disgusting article together. The headline reads... Arkansas father arrested and charged with a felony for piercing his own son's ear. This article is from the Publica. I believe the Publica is a organization that is worked with uh, through Sidney Watson and Jeremy from the quartering. 
I've actually yes. only you seen these pages once or twice. Um, but have you seen this video clip, Caleb? I believe you said you did. Uh, not not of the Arkansas one, no. But I was I read what you sent me earlier about the headlines. Yeah. So the story, in short, is that he pierced his son's ear. Now the report said that the son at school when asked i was either by a teacher or an administrator they had noticed that the kid had a pierced ear and he was only 17 years old why they would notice it and and make something of this i don't know but the report said and i may be paraphrasing is that (laughs) there was forgive me he had reported that his father was drunk and that he had him in a headlock and that and then he pierced the ear that was listed in the report However, the kid himself is the one recording this video and also on video saying that he asked his father to do it. So it directly um, conflicts with the report that they have on there. The video is very short. It just shows about five cops um, busting into the house to arrest the dad rather aggressively for piercing his son's ear. You know, the the article or the headline says it all. So I... Sorry, so I just I just watched a video because somebody even posted on TikTok of all things. It was so what it was is the son wasn't seventeen. He was because the it was a class D felony for performing body art on a person under sixteen years of age. And so yeah, it was it was four cops went in to arrest this man and brought him out. In a complete over complete overreach of force, and what's wild about this? Obviously, the most easy comparison to make, and the reason why this story is going viral, or it's a now viral video, is that they will bust your door down to take you to jail for a class D felony for piercing your son's ear. But they will completely support you. In fact, probably help finance you that same child to getting his genitalia mutilated, to getting castrated, to getting hormone blockers. You can completely change your gender, but you can't get your ear pierced. It's some of the most wild stuff, man. It could also just like i don't know arkansas's laws arkansas can just are like you know every state has their weird laws so it could just be also like arkansas just has a weird law about that but it's still the point like both sides are not right like you said the fact that house will be perfectly fine and probably even you know financially support with child body mutilation of removing the genitalia or hormone blockers or stuff like that but yet again they'll arrest somebody who was drunk and decided to pierce his kid's ear, but also supposedly, also supposedly, you have a report on video that the child was okay with it. Don't know, haven't seen that video to prove that. But to sit there and it's a justice system we live in, where there's been a lot of times where incidents like this happen, where where crimes that have been worse than others are perfectly a okay. But other crimes, which don't get wrong, like I said, it's still not right that you forcefully pierced your son's ear being drunk. Right. Even and well, what that's what I don't still- think has been uh, verified or not, whether he was actually drunk when that happened, because I think most of everything conflicts with him, that actual him being drunk. I don't think it would have gone this viral if that was even the case. But let's say let's let's operate with that. We'll move forward with even even if he was drunk. And but if his son was okay with it happening and it's fine with it even if you wanted to remove the body art as the state the ear piercing is going to heal the wound's going to heal it's not going to leave him with like irreversible damage yeah exactly like the only worst the only thing that can really be bad to happen is an infection happening if there's not proper care being taken right it's it's quite frankly, it's depressing because I think it's showing that they're going to probably start, like if this becomes normalized, right? Like if we allow this to be normal, that we just accept the fact that they can come into your home and box you up for 
piercing your son's ear. But what's not normal is that they won't, or I guess what is normal is that they won't have the same reaction for someone sterilizing their child. It's like, well, where do we go from here? I, I quite frankly, yeah. it, it's it's a, a very bleak outlook because if you want my honest opinion, stories like this are only just progressing our discourse as a nation light years towards the civil unrest and civil violence. Yeah, because I I I completely agree. And it's it's honestly quite horrifying to think if this is the way things go, it, how much how worse how much worse it can get. Like if this is where we're at right now, how much worse can things get? Like the, to be honest, my opinion, I believe that the world is like the United States is on the verge already of a civil war happening. Right, and I think like the, the issue with that is that there's a big majority of people who see that the writings on the wall with the civil strife and civil war, and there's also a big majority of people who have no idea what the hell is even going on. Yeah, and so I feel like if. If if a civil war does break out, the people who don't know what's going on have a, there's a big chance in that they get caught in a crossfire and they could be bad. It could be catastrophic. It could be bad and catastrophic. It, it's 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 honestly God scary when you really put a lot of thought in these things that are happening. Right. I per, I, I personally think that. Well, I, I, sorry. If, no, go ahead. Clicking. Oh, you're Turn fine. Back on my phone. I'm trying to like turn back on my phone to review all of that. You're totally fine. I mean, we'll obviously but, get better once you get your uh, get your setup fixed and you get your monitor unfried. We'll get better at <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll get better at this, especially if you're going to be a recurring guest on here too. It just, yeah. but it's exactly what you said, dude. It's just there's no other way to look at this besides like, well, here here's I I guess I'll go one step further because here's another thing I did want to say about this. Imagine being one of those cops. Imagine you went to work that day and I mean, look, I mean, the image that I have on screen is the clown emoji over all of their faces and it's perfect because it's exactly what they are. Imagine swearing an oath to the constitution and you look yourself in the mirror every day and instead of busting the door down to rescue children from extremely psychotic mothers who are looking for social clout by changing the gender of their children to whatever else they can to gain you're some social points. From- yeah, you, you're, you're now finding yourself knocking the door down of a, for a father who pierced his son's ear. And there's, and what's even worse about that is, that, you know, there's like some cops that are like, they will look himself in the mirror when they get home and be like, man, I did a good job today arresting a dude like that. Like that, that that was a good pull today. Congratulations, good job, guys! Like commissioner right. office just sitting here handing out silver stars. Yeah, like proud. No, good job. When they do those like uh, the drug bust, and there's like you know we busted like forty thousand pounds of weed, and they take the, those pictures, like all the cops will be posing in front of the weed that they just like busted. Yeah. I bet you not a soul is going to try to take a a, a a busted cinema photo with stuff like this. Not a chance, If there was, that would be hilarious, not going to lie. I imagine, like, you have to feel shame doing that. But my thing is, like, if you feel shame in doing it and you won't even look at people at the camera because you are humiliated, this is what you're doing with your life, why are you still effing doing it? How can you not have, the like, the wherewithal or the balls, cojones as a man to be like, this isn't worth it, dude. I'm not taking this guy. Like, I, I mean, you don't have to tell the other officers off and like try to fight them with to the death with your handgun, but you could at least be like, maybe it'll give you a symbol to the rest of them and be like, you know what, guys, I was cool with what we were doing. I'm behind the mission. I, I'm I'm 100% behind like protecting the community and people. But guys, like this is too far. Don't, can't you see what we're doing to this guy? Can't you see like the, 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 the message we uphold by, by the actions and decisions we choose to continually take? And, and, but no, but you don't see any of them doing that. And I think a lot of that also plays into the fact that early on in COVID, most of the good cops who were unwilling to even enforce the lockdowns back when all quit. So we, we very well might already be in the period where all the cops are only for the most part, bad cops because they were the ones willing to stick around and through the lockdowns 
willing to shut businesses down, willing to ensure that churches couldn't be open, willing to make sure that individual, you know, small businesses could not fluctuate while keeping box stores open, such as Amazon, Walmart, all of that stuff. And so, yeah, it's depressing. And this is the real time red pill. This is why you guys are here. You are here to listen to us, talk through our thoughts and opinions and hopefully wake some of you up. Hopefully, maybe some of you came in here having some not so normal views and maybe they get normalized. That's just sort of the goal that we have here for ourselves. Um, any more thoughts on this, Caleb? Or are you ready to, ready to move on to the next topic? Uh, one thing I'd like to say real quick. It's just, it's just also bad because it's not even just like even during the COVID period where some quit. It's also the fact that there's a lot of like as my uncle has told me before be, as a retired uh, commander in chief of an office. Is that the problem is also is the people who do want to say something and the people who do want to like fight back against it and actually want to be good cops and uphold the actual morals and laws and not just something like this is a lot of them because uh, the the biggest problem is that some a lot of higher ups are more corrupted and crooked or even then there's a lot more corrupt and crooked than there is good cops. Right. So then they become targeted. It, it usually leads to like sabotage, something like that, anything to get them to either change their ways and comply with the rest. Well, this is, this is why I make this analogy all the time with what you're saying with the bad cops, good cops, and also our viewer here, Adrian, the, the issue in the analogy I usually bring is the fruit basket, right? So bad apples, good apples. Okay. Well, if you have a bunch of moldy, disgusting, (laughs) rotting apples, but there's a couple good ones somewhere in there, are you going to dig through the rotting apples to pull the good ones out, or are you just going to dump the whole basket away? I was going to make a joke and say, depends how desperate I am for an apple. <laughs> okay, say you have plenty of apples. What would be the normal course of action? Then you would just throw most of them out. You would just, Yeah, right. You would just probably mm-hmm. toss the whole thing away. But I'm going to take the analogy them. one step further. I don't think it's that, the, that it's just the apples in there are rotting. I think the basket that contains the apples has rotted and has been rotting for a long time. In fact, it is so dead it is decay. And I think when people bring up the whole like a cab, now I don't think all all cops are bad, but I think the system and the institution in which they gain their authority and power to operate behind is completely and one hundred percent corrupted and slanted towards the average American in this country. So by going and, 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 and living out this dream of like, you're going to be the one good cop and a force of a bunch of bad ones only continually subverts the entire system by you, instead of recognizing the system for what it is, you choose to play main character hero syndrome and think that by you yourself jumping in there is going to 100% fix the whole community's problems. I think, in fact, that's arrogant and entitled, and it it lacks great and broader perspective over what really plagues the American citizen when it comes to police brutality and just blatant misuse of force and aggressiveness by the government in hand. Yeah, to put it back on your analogy is the thing is when the basket's also rotting and you put you put a bunch of good apples in a in a decaying basket then the problem is that basket's going to spread to those apples. It's going to make them decay and rot faster than putting bad apple or putting good apples in a good basket and then watching both decay over time. A hundred percent. But let's go ahead and move it on to the next topic. We have the sad, I guess, I mean, can't really get much sadder than the last article, but it does because it gets horrific. Now we're past sad. We are in the horrific side of things. This was actually brought to my attention today by Caleb. In fact, well, actually a couple of days ago, you let me know. But the article I didn't get my hands on until today. So the third topic we're going to talk about here today from the dailymail.co.uk. Transgender teacher is removed from school after threatening to shoot some students days after seeing social media posts discussing her sexual orientation police removed three firearms and ammunition from her home 
Now, the two subtitles that it reads here with it is she heard about social media posts discussing her orientation negatively and transgender's teacher then told school counselor she was having bad thoughts. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read in a little bit more on this one because we should probably get a little bit more detail about this before we talk at length. A transgender teacher has been removed from a school after allegedly threatening to shoot some students days after seeing social media posts. The teacher from Florida who uses she, her pronouns has been removed from a classroom. Um, Hernando School District in police has seized three firearms and ammunition from her home. The Fox Chapel Middle School teacher is allegedly transgender and recently learned of a social media post discussing her social. Okay, they mentioned that three times. We'll skip past that. So the teacher went to the school guidance counselor's office after she said she was having bad thoughts. Now imagine that, that you will have, you have to go as a teacher to the school counselor who's meant to be there to support students because you have bad thoughts. See you, Adrian. Thank you for stopping in. And let's go back. Let's continue with the article. <clears throat> In a report re obtained by Crisis in the Classroom, it says that the teacher allegedly made a comment that she wanted to shoot some students due to them not performing to their ability. The teacher immediately added that she would never harm a student, the report also notes. Then later that day, the sheriff's office seized the firearms and ammunition. So I would imagine that the counselor must have red flagged that and escalated it to the sheriff because it doesn't really say who got tipped off and how. But the point then stands here once again, this is not being covered at all by the mainstream or really by even some independent creators that it took you sending me this article for even me to see it. And I'm looking at news stuff all the time yeah and now this is the second incident of another second this is now a series a string a chain of shooting related events with the perpetrator being of transgender orientation what are your thoughts caleb so my th my thoughts on her are my thoughts on it are it's the fact that we're starting to see a pattern here with transgender in the community and stuff like that is stuff like this is happening and how we talk about where it comes to irrational thoughts over being triggered. The fact that you threaten to shoot kids all because they question your sexuality is outrageous. And what got me, so when I when I saw this post and I reviewed this <clears throat> last time before I told you, was they also mentioned in the post that she planned on using chemicals of sarin gas to put underneath the school, like in the janitor area, which was underneath. And to activate where it would go through the ventilation system. And that's completely outrageous. And then looking back on it yesterday before we could start the podcast, it was edited again and it was no it was edited again and it was no longer in there. And this was updated again at eleven on April seventeenth, which was before I even told you about this. So is, the fact that yeah, which is insane. The whole sarin gas thing is like that is literally the terrorism stuff that we talk about. That's just never yeah. it's never outlined in that in that light. It's always that the person was far right and that the terrorism comes from the far right and it never comes from the left. Kids, it's even more dangerous. That she was going that she was about putting sarin gas chemicals under into the ventilation shafts which that wouldn't just hit the students in her classroom that would hit the whole school right right matter of let alone like <clears throat> those of who would be in the community who would be affected by it 
you can't imagine that there'd be any kind of control aspect to the sarin gas. Now, I'm not an expert or anything about how sarin gas can spread or how negatively it can affect. It's to sorry. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Well, to put it in perspective, the last time I ever heard about sarin gas being used was in Japan during the Shoko Shoko Asahara option option recall cult uh cult thing that was going on where option recall the cult itself the religion option recall in the game <clears throat> used sarin gas mixed with botulinum toxin botulinum yeah botulinum botulinum toxin yeah botulism and i think that's what you're saying like what that causes Or at least I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Probably. I'm not sure, actually. But it was... But it, I know All I know is it was called botulinum toxin. Botulinum toxin or something like that. Anyway, when it was mixed in with the sarin gas, what, they, what happened was they wanted to cause a big terrorist attack. So what they did was they had a couple members of Anshin Rikyo board the big metro stations and had two packages, one with sarin gas, the other one with botulinum toxin. And what they would do then is they stabbed the bags with pointed tips from an umbrella. And what would happen is the chemicals would get released. Well, when they mixed together, it would make, it would, out, uh, sarin gas is already, co- like, toxic enough. It caused blindness, paralyzation, death, stuff like that. And so what happened was they were having these put on planes, stabbing them, and then take, getting off at the next station. And the plane and the trains would just keep going. So where the was these plane these trains would reach the, where the royal palace is, the city where the royal family sits in Japan, and then try to blame them on everybody else to start World War Three. That was their idea. So the fact that. Did I lose you, Caleb? Apologize to those of you who are watching, having some technical issues here. Let's see. Yep. Do you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay, perfect. All right. Lost you for a couple minutes there. Scared the shit out of me. Right. No, you're good. You're good. I think I just had an internet hiccup. So apologies to those who are live. I don't know how choppy it was there for a little bit. I think I must have lost a little bit of internet. But, um... To pick up from where we left off, you were explaining the <clears throat> the sarin How gas threat. Worked. Yeah. Yeah, so when the packages went off at the station, what ended up happening was these people were dropping down unconscious and pretty much where they were reported going blind. So what happened was these people were pulling the people off the like train carts. And not having, and then just letting people board on. Well, the problem is, is these sarin gas were not affecting the people that are boarding on. And so at the next stations, what they they realized that it was the packages that was causing. It. So they took the packages out, but had no way of disposing them. So they were just left on the floor of the tra- of the stations, and was That's then absurd. affecting everybody on the station. And it, I think it was like. T- 50 people dead and then like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people like having to get hospitalized. A lot of these people going blind or having nerve loss, stuff like that. Yeah. And that's just unfortunate because that's some stuff. That's some coming to those damages that you affect innocent people who will never get some of those things back, who will never probably get like certain like whether their skin was burned or certain like kind of like other kind of symptoms, whether, you know, you get like permanent lung damage from something like that. That's some stuff you'll never get back. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, so like just the thought of this one teacher wanting to put sarin gas in a school full of children is mind boggling. Like that's, that's horrifying. That's not right that they would do something like this to other people. And I think that just, it goes to show you the, the level of violence we're at in this culture, in this country. And I, I, we're, we're, I think most people are now past the point where they're willing to just keep letting it slide. 
like I think a good portion of everybody is like, listen, this stuff is insanity. We need to immediately put a stop to this. Like they're walking over the bodies of dead Christian kids for the sake of their ideology. They are threatening to harm children for not addressing them in their fantasy pronouns as well. And then you combine the fact with what will happen will be, don't you dare attempt to pierce your son's ear without a specific license and a notified notary source from the government because they will come in and take you if you do that. But man, you want to go ahead and chop some genitalia off some children? You want your son to just go be a girl? You want... That's totally, totally fine. And I think that... We'll go... Well, Caleb, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I think after losing connection, I think the stream actually kind of died on us. So we can just wrap it at that. Um, I appreciate you coming on, Caleb. We've got to an hour mark, essentially. We can uh, wrap it up with some final thoughts here. Um, I did want to thank you for coming on. Hopefully we will have you on in the future as a recurring guest. We will try to probably aim this to be a once a week, if not more than that. I am attempting to do as much as possible when it comes to pushing out content to you, the viewer. And so uh, without further ado, Caleb, do you have any final thoughts on everything we talked about today? Yeah. So I think I think it's important, and I hope we can do these streams more. I understand like we had a little lost connection that happens with everybody. I trust me when I thought I couldn't hear you, I went and checked. Right? On, yeah, we'll uh, get better at it. To, I went and checked, but my my connection was running fine, and everything was running fine. I ran diagnostic on it real quick because I was scared. But I hope like like I'm glad to do this, and like we talked, we were me and Aaron are going to try to do this on Mondays since it's a day that we have free time for most of the time, unless something comes up. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> let's try to set this up to be a recurring on Mondays. Um, at a minimum, we should at least do it twice a month. If we can get it down, we do it once we do it, you know, every single Monday, that would be spectacular. And hopefully the goal is to grow this into a bigger community and, maybe get to the point where we can actually take calls from viewers who want to talk about what they're concerned about related to the news commentary, cultural topics, all of the like. Um, once again, Caleb, I want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time and your um, willingness to pay attention to detail. And I want to thank the viewer, you who are at home, who made it to the end of the episode. I appreciate it very much. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Google. You can find me on YouTube, um, Instagram as well. Uh, White Boy Deep Voice, Atlas Thugged. And I think we're going to wrap it there. This has been episode number four of Real Time Red Pill. Thank you all and have a good day.